0: My guest today is Abigail Mensabonsu. Abigail is the founder of Moon Goddess Publishing and Moon Goddess Academy. She is a spiritual guide and mentor, goddess activator, multidimensional healer, intuitive, podcast host, international best-selling author, and publisher. Hi Abigail,
1: thanks for being here today. Hello Laura, thank you for having me. I'm excited to have this chat with you.
0: I'm so excited too. I mean, that is a very impressive list of (laughs) things that you've accomplished and that you are currently doing. So excited to dive in and hear about what the process was like for you to get to where you are today, if you wouldn't mind sharing.
1: Of course. Wow. The process to (laughs) how I got to where I am. Ooh, that's a long journey. (laughs) Where should I even (laughs) begin with that? I feel like what (laughs) my plan was at the beginning is not (laughs) what it is right now. It's not how it has unfolded. And I'm sure a lot of people will relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we tend to, you know, I, it was my dream to become a doctor and I was on that track. My college degree was psychology and pre-med. I took the MCATs. I shadowed the doctors. Dang girl, you went far. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was ready, You, know, yeah, like, you let's do this. And it was like a childhood vision. I still feel like there's a purpose to why I went down that road. So just making it just like snippets of it. So, you know, I went that route. I was guided out of there. And then I worked in the medical field for about two and a half years. And then I entered into traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture and got my master's there. And of course, right at the end of that, just when I was like, OK, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be a medical doctor, which it made sense because maybe if I share what happened, it would make sense. Please, yeah. yeah. One of my mentors or the doctors that I shadowed, um, there's two of them that I really got along with. One of them was a man and the other one was a woman, which is really cool because I had those two perspectives. Now that I look at it, I'm like, how yeah. oh, perfect was that? And the first one, especially the man, like he just, he annoyed me in a good way because he had a habit of quizzing me for no freaking (laughs) reason in front of like the patients. I'm like, I know, I get to do that when I get back. You don't need to. (laughs) Can I just relax and watch? But he loved it. He would just, he would always pull my legs. But it was one day, this was all like back to back. So he asked me and then the next doctor, the woman doctor asked me that same question, but he asked me, why do you want to become a doctor? Which is such a simple question. Every pre-med student will have this question asked. And I was like, well, that's easy. I want to teach people how their bodies can heal themselves. Mm. And I said that because growing up, that was my experience. You know, I was so in tune with my body that I knew when I was about to get sick, I knew what I needed to eat, which was usually like fruits, which now I understand it was the vitamin C boost that I needed. But back then I was just craving that. And so I told him that and he said, wow, that would be incredible. But there's no space for that. Unfortunately, there's no space for that. You wouldn't be able to have the freedom to do that. There are rules, there are protocols that you would have to follow. And he's like, that's what most people don't step into. They usually try to become a doctor because of the money. There are few who actually come in because they really want to be in true service. And he said there are very few of them. But he's like, if that's truly what is motivate you to become a doctor, unfortunately, the field will not be able to support that. And that, let's just say, like, my vision, the glass just, like, cracked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? What do you mean by that? And I grew up, you know both my parents are nurses. So I grew up around nurses and doctors. Like, that field is just, I'm so comfortable being in that field. So when he said that, it, it just, my glass cracked. My vision glass cracked. And I was like, okay. And then the same week, this would be like, I don't know if it was like at the end of the week, or, but I went to go see the other doctor, the woman, and she asked me the same thing. I was like, "What is? This? Why are both of you asking me these questions <laughs> this week?" I was like, "Okay, maybe I'm just going to tell her." So I told her the same thing, and she's like, "I can see you doing that. That would be incredible, and your patients would be so blessed to have you." But there's so many rules that you would not be able to help your patients do that or realize that. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh, that's funny because I heard that. <laughs> you, know, so, yeah. you know, that doctor already told me that. And I was crushed. I was totally crushed. And they both recommended looking at osteopathic medicine, which was at that time was the most holistic of all of them. Sure. All, yeah. right? And I was like, okay, okay, I'll check out osteopathic. It was the same thing. And I just decided to graduate. So I graduated from college and I just decided to just use that time to work in the medical field as I was trying to figure out what is next. I loved, I I had the best opportunities, best employers, employees, as you say, like you just, I was always blessed to be in the right place at the right time. As I was figuring myself out. So I stayed in the town that I, um, my college was in for about a year. And then I was like, yeah, I need to go back to the capitals of Denver. It was in Fort Collins. And then I came back to Denver. It was about an hour and a half away. And that's where my parents, my family are. So I moved back. And I was like, Okay. I looked at hospitals that I co-work in and there's one, National Jewish Health. And I wrote an intention. I was like, I'm going to work there and they're going to pay me this amount. And then I'll figure myself out from there. I did get the job. I did get paid what I asked for. Mm. And I had the best co-workers ever and manager. So two and a half years working there. And in that time, I met my first virtual teacher who was a shaman. So she really helped me to drop into my body, which is very important to me, because how can I do my purpose when I'm not even in my body? And through that guidance, we did a lot of past life regressions or soul path journeys. And what came through is the, the lineage of women who are healers working with herbal medicine. So she was like, well, you're trying to figure out what's next. Why don't you just Google herbal medicine. Let's see if there's any programs or something he can do with that. I was like, okay. So I came home and I typed in Google. I was like, herbal medicine programs you know because i'm still thinking you know western medicine like you're going to be going to school for a while (laughs) yeah and i kid you not of all the everything that could have come up there was one school which is about 30 minutes from where i live which i i never even knew was there and it was a traditional chinese medicine they had an herbal program i was like okay well i can call them and just check it out you know so (laughs) Within that same week, so I called them. They talked to me about the program. I sent in my application that same week. They called me in for the uh-huh. interview and they admitted me on the spot. And instead of doing just herbal medicine, which I couldn't do by itself, I had to do acupuncture with it, too. So I ended up starting the program. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I was like, here we go. You know, but the cool thing about that journey is that I learned about the physical body. I learned about the location of the organs, what it does, the nerves, the arteries, like all of that. It just, it's mind-blowing, the human body. Isn't it? And then now in acupuncture school, I got to learn a different level to the human body. The more energetic piece, but it still wasn't just like spiritual, like in the ethers, like I have no idea it was still tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the channel. This is where it starts. This is where it ends. This is what it does. When you put acupuncture in these points, this is what it does. And you could see your patients get better every single time. Mind blowing, you know, and for me having that background in pre-med and psychology and adding this to it, just like I was so in love. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to be an acupuncturist. And all of these tools that I've learned, they will, they will all be perfect, yeah. right? So last year of the program, another mentor, <laughs> he was incredible, Jim. And I asked him, you know, we're, we're all stressed out and we're all about to graduate. And I was like, Jim, you know, you've been mentoring me for a while. Do you see me as an acupuncturist? Now, I don't even know why I asked him that question. I feel like there's a part of me that was already starting to feel like there's something off. There are times when I was in clinic where I'll put needles in people and I felt like I could give them the same healing without the needles. I felt like the needles were limiting me in a way. Mm. And on top of that, I would have patients who will come back and request me. I would ask them, why don't you just, because you couldn't just like It's not like a patient was reserved to you. It's like we're in clinic. So whoever comes in, that's what you get. But they would request me. And I was like, why? Why do you even I'm not available? Why do you wait for me? And they're like, well, because you do something different. They're like, the moment I step into your room, I already start getting better. Like we don't even need the needles for me to feel better and I was like huh Mm. so this was already like going through us I was going in the program and I'm kind of making it shorter (laughs) because there's so much that (laughs) happened in that time so I asked my mentor I was like do you see me as an acupuncturist and he laughed and he's always like that like he's always just like the doctors you know always pulling my legs and he said no I was like, excuse me, Jim? <laughs> like, what am I doing do here? I like, know. I'm about to graduate. Like, I'm about to graduate. I started taking my boards. Like, what do you mean by know? And he mentored me. Like, he would always teach me esoteric form of acupuncture. He would not teach any of my classmates that. Mm. There were times that we would treat patients, and there were times that we would just shadow, like, the upper classmates or the teachers who will follow them. And so he would just like Mm -hmm. teach me like we're we're in a a room called like the waiting area for the practitioners, basically. So that's Mm. where we go and Mm -hmm. we talk to the supervisors and we make sure that our points are good, that we chose the right points for what is being presented. So he would just sit there and he would use the board. Everybody could see what he was doing and he would teach me this stuff. And if someone asked him, so. What is that? They'll be like, mind your own business. This is for Abigail. Like he did that, you know? (laughs) And he taught me esoteric acupuncture. Very interesting Mm. that he did that. But when he said that, when he said no, I was like, why? (laughs) Like, I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, you got big things to do. This is just the beginning. This will limit you. And you know this. So cut that shit and get out there and go do what you're here to do. (laughs) Yeah. So I graduated. I took some of the boards. I fought it. I really did because I was like, the first one, you know, with the, it's like college. You're like, okay, I still have time. I can do more, you know? But at this time, I was like, what, what is happening? Like, I feel so pulled to do these. And each time you're telling me that I can't complete it. Like, that's the part that was very hard for me. So I still graduated. I took some of the boards and then there was it just like, stopped. This one board that mm-hmm. I took. Oh, you want to know the irony? The Western Medical Board exam. Remember what my background is? Yeah. <laughs> I could not pass that board. It doesn't. I took it so many times. And I was like, spirit, really? <laughs> and these like, exams no. are no, they're, they're not cheap at all. Like 300, I think it's 300. Sure. $300 each. Yep. And each time you take it, $300. And I was like, Spirit, seriously, really? You're going to do this to me? It took me three <laughs> years. Like, well, how many
0: times is it going to take for you to exactly. hear us?
1: <laughs> the nature natural, <laughs> like, there's nothing. I, I did everything I could. Every Everything <laughs> you could ever do to pass this exam. I mean, there's no freaking way that I should have aced that exam. Like I go in there, I feel good. And then the, the result will pop up on the screen. And it's like, what? you oh. <laughs> know? that's so disheartening, yeah. Abigail. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Oh, my heart My, for my you. spiritual teacher, the second one told me, she's like, your will is so strong. Sometimes spirit has to break you down in order for you to listen. And that was an example right there. A spirit had to break me down because... <laughs> My team knows when I commit to something, it takes a lot, you know? <laughs> so at some point I was like, I hear you. But what made it a little easy for me to let that go? I'm not going to say accepted because that took me years to accept. But just to let that go, because throughout school, like my classmates started to ask me to teach them spiritual tools. Something that I thought everybody should know, especially in acupuncture school. I thought I mean most of us are like spiritual like something you know reiki you know they're in there it's like stuff like energetic protection you know creed and shields especially the empaths being in clinic and they just take on everything. And yeah, you know, they'll look at me at the end of the day. How come you look energized? Like we spend all day in clinic and I'm like, yeah, this is what I do every day. These are the shields. Like, oh, this is how I manage my energy. I'm connected to above and below. And they look at me like, what? And so they would ask me to teach them. And then I started to create classes for my, just for my friends, because they were the ones asking me. The school found out and asked me to expand it to the whole school. So now it's teaching it to the whole school. And then they asked me to expand it to the whole community so that if someone wow. wanted to come in. So I started teaching that. And so all of this was happening. So it helped me. It's like, oh, by the end of the program, one of my friends was like, you know, you can charge for this, right? And when I was teaching it, I didn't even charge. Like people would just what is it called like love donations (laughs) that's how they would pay me because i would not take it (laughs) so they were like put it in there like that love donation just take it and so when she said that i was like what like this is something i've done like What do you mean by who who's gonna want to pay me (laughs) to learn about the energy and how to man like no? And so after I graduated, I decided to, okay, I'm gonna there was an acupuncturist. She was well established, she had a office and she's like, Yeah, come use one of my rooms. The days that I'm not there, it just sits there. Just come use it and do your thing, you know, do your healing. So I decided to just do energy healings. And so people start coming in and With the energy healing, so it's like coaching in there. There was like past life, future self, regression. And people were just, they kept coming. I was like, oh, I guess it is needed. You know, like (laughs) it just kept shocking me because I thought it was something that we just, everybody should know. I mean, there's nothing special about that. And spirit really taught me that no, what you know, (laughs) people need. Yeah, it's a little bit about what, you know, I started that and then I moved online because Spirit was like, more people need to get to experience your work online. So I moved online and yeah. I've been doing it since, <laughs> since then. Yeah.
0: Is that sort of yeah. your primary thing
1: that you do or are there other things as well? No, right now. So since my son was born, so he is four now, I dedicated 100% to being in my business. Before I was still working in the medical (laughs) field and then doing the business. See, I was still retaliated. (laughs) (laughs) And it was also hard because the vision of what I wanted to create, I am surrounded by people who, you know, for example, my parents, you know, they're both nurses and you have no idea how many times they keep trying to convince me even up to now to be a nurse because they used to going somewhere and working and then getting that paycheck and being not relying, but you know, where the, where the money's going to come from, you know, when it's going to come, you know, when your bills are going to sure. be paid, where for me saying, I'm going to start my mm-hmm. own business. They're mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, is that like a hobby? Oh <laughs> like, gosh. What is, Yeah. Can you they count want the security you know? Right. Yeah. Yes. And then they also didn't understand what I was doing. My mom was Seventh-day Adventist. And she still thinks meditating is like being a Buddhist. And I'm like, mom, you know how you pray to God? That's meditation. You know, there's a time she called me. She's like, stop doing the meditation stuff. I was like, what? (laughs) Like, why?
0: (laughs) Well, you know how I like to explain it. I like to explain that praying is us talking to whoever, God. Meditation is us listening. Listening. So. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, well, no, I so mom, gave you're up. just going to do all the talking all the time? <laughs> yeah,
1: I gave up trying to, to explain it to my mom. My dad doesn't mind. You know, he's just like, do your thing. Yeah. I mean, he's like, are you going to be okay? Like, you're going to be able to provide for your family? Like, that's this thing. But my mom, who, <laughs> you know, and I've tried. I put in a lot of I was Like, okay, maybe I need to explain it to her. Maybe I need to show her. Mm, doesn't work. So I was like, mm. you know what, mom? You're very close to God, right? Yeah. Easy. Let God tell there you, you go. why I'm doing what I'm doing. If God tells you that it's bad, yeah. let but me you know. But you can't be biased. Of course, I haven't heard anything. i still up to that. She hasn't told me anything. So either she hasn't asked yeah. God because she knows or she hasn't yeah. heard anything. So I'm not interested in trying to convince her about what I'm doing in the world. Yeah. My work is bigger than that. And I follow through with that, you know, yeah. so one day at a time. Yes.
0: Yes. That's such a good point. There are so many people out there who are either in the midst of their awakening or wherever they are, and they have pushback from people who they turn to for support. I feel like that would be really hard. I know I'm very lucky. My parents, my family my close family is very supportive extended family. I've got some people, not so much, but like you, I'm like, well, I don't do this for them. This is bigger than that. Right. So that's how, that's how I feel like I'm living my truth. I don't stop you from living yours. So yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a time I was wondering, I was like, if I had everyone around me on board and supported me, I wonder how far I would have gotten because for the longest time I felt Hmm. like I was in it by myself alone. You know, I mean, thank goodness for online communities. I've met so many amazing women who are doing what I'm doing and thriving. I have mentors who are doing what I'm doing thriving in a way that I never thought was possible. So thank goodness for that. But when it comes down to it, I'm still sitting in my office by myself. I'm dealing with my parents and everyone yeah. around me by myself. They're not seeing and experiencing what I am experiencing. So it felt very lonely. And I'm just grateful for the online communities because it just is, I can't even, the support. And also just being heard and seen and understood. That's gold. That's really gold. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it allows us to expand outside of our immediate environment, which may not have as many people who are like-minded or on a similar journey as virtual. So I wanted to ask you now, I know that the people listening can't see this, but I am so drawn to the pictures on your wall. (laughs) So I was wondering if we can talk about those, but we're yes. gonna have to say it in a way that the listeners can envision what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> yes, totally. So on the wall, I have something called neurographic art. Mm. Again, bring in my background in psychology, my love for the human yeah. brain, physically and how it works. So neurographic art. What I love yeah, about it yeah. is that you use art and. It, it's the way your hand moves with a pen, you're not controlling. It's like you have to surrender control when you're drawing these lines. It's like channel writing, yeah. Or something. It's incredible. Why wow. use it? It's like as, for example, let's say you feel stuck in your life. So I can draw a capacity. So I channel all that energy, I feel it, and then I put the pen on the paper and I go, ah. And then I put it on the paper, like you just scribble, like there's no, it's just a weird pattern, but that is the representation of me feeling stuck in my life right now. And then you move to the next step where you round all the sharp corners and the rounding, it lets your being know that it's safe. It lets your mind know that, oh, it's safe. I am looking for a solution. I am open for a solution. Especially when you do this with meditation and affirmation, it's just like, it's a perfect way perfect time for you to start reprogramming your mind because what happens that your neurons, you begin to create new neurons. And if you look at the arts, if you can, if you can just go online and type in um, neurographica. It looks like neurons to me. That's what drew me to it. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to
0: say the round one behind you. Sorry. For people who can't see it reminds me of a nerve cell. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's
1: so insane. Yeah. Wow. That's what drew me to it. And now that I've been doing this for probably like two, almost three years. And it just, it blows my mind. We know that we can use art to change our lives, but this is like how to use it to truly change your brain patterns, remove the old patterns and replace it immediately. You get new neural networks of what you truly want. Like that, I love anything that brings the intangible into the tangible yeah that's the whole point of it if i can take that spiritual essence or and drop it in and change something in my life that is the whole purpose of it you know so yeah Yeah. it's powerful it's powerful there's also a picture of there of a
0: being oh yes who are they oh i love that you're checking (laughs) all of that out i'm being drawn to it no pun intended
1: yeah i love it so last year this board looked completely different so each year as I go through, I put certain things up there. That's the butterfly woman. And that's actually my animal guide for this year. So yeah, that's my animal guides. And the other one, it looks like the black woman with braids and it's an angel and she's holding a cauldron in her hands. And it says magic guardian. And it's in high grace ancestors and angels deck. Beautiful deck. Mm, Okay. When I saw it, I was like, that's me. Yeah. I was like, that is me. It just, it's like who I am becoming this year. So I just blew it up and put it on the wall to hold that magic and remind me of who I'm becoming.
0: Okay. So going to your animal guide, I want to just talk about that entity really quick. For those who are interested in wanting to know if they have an animal guide, how did you learn who yours was? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So if it is like, First time, like beginners, like I don't even know what you're talking about. I want you to think about what is an animal that you are attracted to, or the animal finds you regardless of where you are. Like that animal is always following you. It seems like they show up here. You just like, I don't know. I guess I attract cats, or I guess butterflies love me. Pay attention to that because they are here. To guide you they're here to be with you what that looks like that's where you really need to tune into but the first step is like which animals am i really drawn to you know some people love snakes some people love spiders some people love butterflies some people love cats pay attention to those it's a contract that there. is a reason why that soul is coming in to support you nature beings Come in to support us. They have powerful support for us. And then from then on, now that you know, (laughs) the next step is diving in. You know, looking up. Okay, so if it is a butterfly, maybe go on Google. What does it mean when you see a butterfly? Start to learn about the energetic connection um, with a butterfly. So, butterflies, for example, is transformation. If you look at the life of a butterfly, you start out as one thing. And then you emerge as something completely different. So if the butterfly is coming to you, you're moving from one face to a whole new face that you've never encountered before. But is going to guide you. It's going to be a teacher to walk you through that transformation. If it is a jaguar, so one of my soul animals is a black jaguar. And she is feisty. (laughs) (laughs) She is my protector. But when she steps in, she makes sure that I'm speaking my truth and that I'm heard. You know, she makes sure that I am not hiding. It's like, get your booty. She, she reminds me of Kali Ma, if you yeah. know Kali. <laughs> you know, It's like, get your booty. Say what you want to say. You know, like, stop messing around. But there's also that protection when she comes in. You know, like, this year when she came in, she stepped in front of me. Sometimes she's behind me or to the sides of me, but this time she stepped in front of me. And when that happened, she's like, you do your thing. I got you. I got you. So I can feel safe continuing on my journey and my path and knowing that regardless of what challenge, what comes my way, I am held. And she's not the only one that who's on my team. I'm surrounded by a team and I'm very aware of that. And I actually teach my clients about their own team. That's part of one of my programs that I teach them. This is what you have around you. This is how you can work with them. This is why they've shown up for you. And I give them the opportunity to spend time with those beings and get to know those beings and learn about what that connection is about. Why are those animals there? Why is the ascended master sitting with you? Why is that light being with you? There's a reason for all of that. And, It's really about you opening up to see what the physical eyes cannot see. Seeing with your heart. We didn't come here by ourselves. We did not come here to do the work that we're here to do by ourselves. I can promise you that. We came here with physical team and spiritual team. And the spiritual team, who vast and bigger than you can ever imagine if you can open yourself up to your spiritual team there's so many of them who are always with you even when you're not conscious of them they're always with you like hey we're still here we got you we love you what do you need oh you need that answer i'm right here i have the answer they're always waving at you and the the thing with that is that they're always with you, but they will never, they will never cross your boundary. They will never just move in and be like, "Hey, this is what you need." No, Unless, like, it's like you need this, <laughs> like you need to wake up right now. There are times that we need that kind yeah. of cosmic pim slapping, right? <laughs> Otherwise, we go down a road we shouldn't be on. But they wait for us to realize their presence, and then they allow us to tune in and get to know them and there's a whole lesson there because if they came in we would miss a whole part about our own intuition trust in our own intuition trusting our superpowers right we yeah. would be more dependent on them if they did everything for us so there's a whole journey with that yeah. yeah I could go on and on with this oh I love teaching gosh, this Abigail I think we're on the same
0: mission because I love teaching people about their teams and reminding them that they're so loved and guided and supported and how they're there oh I'm so excited to hear that you're doing the same thing because <laughs> I mean it takes a village exactly. <laughs> it takes a village exactly. yeah and it's so validating when I mean this is obviously you're out there doing the work. I'm out here attempting to do the work. And we've been doing this work and here we are coming together, basically validating yes. what each other already knows and is trying to teach. other. I don't know. It's just very exciting. I don't know if I'm explaining that yeah. right, but I think that that's fantastic. So I'm curious, going back to the animal guides and how you mentioned, you know, when you see an animal and and how it maybe shows up in your life a lot, et cetera. Yes. How do you explain to somebody if they can tell it's an animal guide versus maybe a sign from spirit?
1: Ah. So your animal guides tend to stick around longer. They tend to be around you more often because their contract is with you. A sign will come in and go. So a sign will come in today and hopefully you get it. And then it's done. It doesn't have to stay with you. So one of my clients, I told her to ask for a sign from spirit, and I told her to choose an animal, and she chose a bear, a brown bear. And yeah, I was like interesting. She went on a hike. Oh, don't tell <laughs> me she saw a bear. She well, she, did. <laughs> she did. And she's like, I've never seen one. But she was in her car when she called me. She's like, you won't believe. What I just saw. And I was like, well, like a live one? A live one. On her hike. On her hike. And she was hiking by herself. Yeah. The bear didn't even notice her. It was just kind (gasps) of like, I'm just going to show you that, yeah, spirit heard you. And I was like, well, (laughs) now you won't forget (laughs) it, will you? Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, the cool thing with the science is that it doesn't always come up as physical. So one of my clients had a butterfly no it was a white owl and as she was driving so she's looking for a physical white owl right and she's ah. like I'm not seeing anything I was like open up it might not be what you think and so she's driving to work and she looks beside her like the car beside her and it's one of those ad cars big white <laughs> white owl just staring at her and she's like alright spirit I, love it. I got it <laughs> like thank you spirit I not see that coming right? oh Yes, that's so great. Yeah, the science doesn't always have to be yeah. physical. For example, like I roll with, you know, one of my medicine animals, the snake, is a cobra. And there's no bloody way I want to see a cobra live. No, I don't care. <laughs> you know, and I've made that very clear. I was like, I respect you guys. Stay there. Show me a picture. Like yeah. anything. And you don't need to come show yourself to me. <laughs> and spirit is not gonna put something like that in your way where you're gonna get hurt. It's like, no. And so it might be a picture, it might be a book someone gives you. <laughs> you know, you're just like, oh, yeah. interested. It could be anything. But with a, a power animal or a spirit animal who's walking with you, they're always with you. They're here. They have a contract to be of service to you. So they're not going anywhere. You will see them everywhere. Everywhere. There's gonna be signs everywhere about them. Like they just they come in and they stay.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that. Hopefully, that made sense. Yes, that does. Well, to me it does. <laughs> I'm sure to the listener too. <laughs> I think that that's great. And I think too, if somebody's still unsure, you know, maybe another answer would be, well, what do you think it is? What comes to you first? Do you first think, oh, guide, or do you first think, oh, grandma, you know? So I feel like that's another way, especially if maybe grandma's throwing a lot of signs and you don't know if if that's considered a
1: lot. Or So I like
0: to venture to include that as well, just intuitively what it feels like, because that could help to you. Yeah,
1: and that really brings in the aspect of trust in your intuition, right? 100%. If you don't trust your intuition, then you're not going to be able to hear spirit. You're not. Spirit can throw the biggest thing in your path and you're going to be like, that was a coincidence. That could happen to anybody. No, it was for you. So that aspect is very important. Trust your intuition. I feel like that's why we're being called to keep doing what we're doing, helping others to really steep into who they really are, trust in that intuitive self. It's a non-negotiable from this point moving forward. It's very clear. It's a non-negotiable. A lot of people are waking up and we're here to be like, hey, you're awake. Let me show you how to actually utilize what yeah. you've just yeah. awakened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've yeah. been waiting for you. Now let's go. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Abigail, this has been such a fantastic conversation. I love the direction that it went. And I learned so much today and I'm sure the listener (laughs) will too. I was wondering to help wrap up our interview, if any entity from the spirit world maybe has a message for the listener for the time that they hear this episode. Hmm.
1: So, of course, the white owl is here. It's no surprise because I was just talking about it. That's probably
0: why. Right? (laughs) It's like,
1: by the way, I'm here. I have a message for you.
0: And what it is
1: saying is something about opening your eyes so that you can see the unseen. It is time for you to do that. You know, I'm seeing two aspects of it or two parts of it. The first part is for those who are just waking up those whose spiritual eyes are opening right now. It is safe for you to see what you're seeing. You will not be harmed. You have a team of badass warriors who have your back. Don't be afraid. And if you are afraid, we will send you the right teachers to help you to really feel safe physically. But know that spiritually, You're covered. The second part is the people whose eyes are already open. It's time for you to go beyond the veil. So I'm getting like they're used to just seeing right here. And there's so much more behind. But perhaps there might be fear. Like what is behind? I can't see what is behind. I don't know if that's safe for me to go there. It is safe for you to do that. And the hour, like as she, she, like her wings are wide open. And that is how she's around you. Like her wings are around you and holding that space, right? And she's not alone. You have powerful, powerful beings who have your back. So continue to explore your gifts. It is safe for you to do that.
0: That just gave me chills. And that gave me the permission I didn't realize I needed (laughs) either. So thank you so much, Abigail, for your time and sharing your wisdom and your journey with us so far. I know all of your information will be in the show notes, but if you wanted to briefly share
1: where people can find you. Yes. So I am on social media. But if you go to my website, moongoddessacademy.com, you will find all my social media handle. If you want to connect with me, using messenger is the easiest and quickest way to get my attention on yes easily so if you're on social media find me friend me send me a message if you have any questions about what you heard today just send me a message i would love to chat with you about this wonderful well thank you
0: again abigail thank you thank you for having me was another episode of a guided life podcast thank you so much for tuning in and until next time love and light always